Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. I am really excited because this episode is highly educational. You'll learn a lot, I'm sure. And it's for you if you have a website. My guest today is Caitlin Strumpel. She is the founder of Rising Ranks Digital an SEO and digital strategy agency that has a 100% success record at getting their clients to the top of Google search. She believes that in order to become a leader in your industry, you must first become visible. With over a decade in corporate marketing, Caitlin mentors companies and CEOs to scale to seven-figure month with her powerful strategies. So without further ado, let's hear it. Thank you for being on the show, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. If you had to sum up SEO in just one sentence for beginners, what would it be? It would be getting your website to the top of Google so you can get to the top of your industry and seen by the people who need your products and services the most. Who needs help and would benefit the most with SEO? Really anyone with a website and people who pe- who have other people searching for their products and services. But, you know, when you do get into the realm of should I bring on an agency or not, or should I br- bring on an SEO expert? I always say to wait until you have some, another channel locked in something for a quick win, like Facebook ads. If you're running Facebook ads, wait until those are running really well and you've scaled them and you're ready to scale into an actual whole different medium and platform. And I say that because with paid ads, whether it be Google paid ads or Facebook paid ads, Instagram, Pinterest, all that stuff. When you pay, you pay for the traffic and that traffic comes to your website immediately. So I see that as a quick win. And that's the fastest way you're going to bring in money. With SEO, it's more of an investment. So while you pay more upfront and you it does take a few months to see those leads come into your website. But once you are at the top of Google, there's a really great and fun and addicting snowball effect of people just coming to your website with no ads on autopilot. And these people are typically truly ready to buy a product or service within 48 hours. Mm. A lot of people say SEO is like getting your website to make money for you while you sleep. Is that really true? Uh, uh, yes. So I, I really think that your website is the only 24 seven salesperson that you have. And of course, SEO can bring people to your website, but your website still needs to look good. It still needs to convert well. And, you know, if you do link up with a holistic SEO agency, that should be part of their package is making sure that they're not only driving traffic to your website, but that it actually is converting for you. Mm. So the most things I hear about SEO is that you have to keep your website updated, like with fresh (laughs) content, blogging every week, you have to crank out new content all the time. Is that true? It's partly true. So it is the biggest pushback that I get. It is the biggest question that I get. And you really should be creating new, fresh content. However, I'm a really strong believer that you need to make your SEO strategy your own. It just like any other strategy, it should really feel 
good to you and it should come from a, a great place. So if you can, if you can only write a blog post every other week, that's fine. I wouldn't go, I would do it at least once a month, but really have the mindset of, okay, let me sit down and write a blog post. Let me write something about something that really truly lights me up that I know my consumers will love and sit down, write it. And then from there, you can take out whatever you need to. You can probably get, I would say three to 10, depending on how long your blog post is, Instagram posts from that. So really make sure that you're repurposing that or take parts of that and put it in your email blast. So it shouldn't just be like, oh, I have to write a blog again for my SEO, my website. It should be like, okay, let's sit down and create content and just start with that longer form content. So I've also learned that backlink is good for your website. So backlinking is when links from another website points back to your website. And just for example, mm-hmm. if I'm on 30 podcasts as guests, they all link back to my website. I've learned that's good for mm-hmm. my website. Is it true? Yes, it is true. So SEO is is two parts. There's the on-site optimization, which is making tweaks to your website copy, the settings of your website, and that really categorizes your website and organizes it in a really great organized manner that Google likes. That explains to Google what your website is about. Backlinks are essentially votes for your credibility in Google's eyes. So the more quality links that you have, the more Google's going to see, okay, this website has great third-party credibility. So we are going to bump them up because we know that people like them, you know, more people like them besides just themselves. Often when I go to other people's websites, I see at the very bottom of their page, which has a very outdated copyright ear. (laughs) Should it always be updated? For example, it's 2020 now as we're recording. Should it say copyright 2020? It should. Yes. I always make a post on this probably every January always to remind people to update your copyright. Google loves to see the copyright. It loves to see that it's up to date. And also it protects what's on your website. It protects that content that you've created that is specifically yours. And so people can't steal it from you. Got it. So all the time we hear the word algorithm, right? And Mm -hmm. IG, Instagram, Facebook is always (laughs) changing their algorithms all the time. (laughs) So does Google's algorithm change or would you say it's pretty fixed compared to other social media platforms? It does change. However, Google, the Google algorithm is very complex to make it easier and to kind of make it more digestible and easier to navigate. It does. Google really does love a solid brand, which I love. And that hasn't been in the past, probably about 10 years ago, maybe even less than that. It it didn't really care about a brand. It cared about, you know, a bunch of keywords on your website, but it's become so advanced that as long as you, you know, you play your cards, your cards, right. Your keywords are on your page. It truly loves a great brand. So if you are again, creating great content and bringing people to your website that just genuinely love to be there. If you are 
creating those backlinks, it will, it will reward you for staying true to your brand and essentially creating content that other people really love. So you have to think that Google's main priority is making sure that the people who search on Google have a good experience. So they want to make sure that when people are coming to your website, they feel like they're at home. They want to come back. They're devouring your content. So while it, it does change, if you really stay true to your brand and what you're creating and trying to drive people people to your website, it really goes unseen for most industries. I did a past episode on Google My Business. Does Google My Business affect your SEO in any way? Yes, I love it. Okay, so recently within the past probably year or two years, Google My Business, which is essentially an online directory, it you can go and put your website on there and it gives you a backlink to your website. And now what they've changed about it is that you do not have to be a local company. However, when people search for you that are in your area, you will still show up. And if you are a local business, it is imperative to have Google My Business. It is the fastest way to get to the top of Google. Love it. So is SEO only part of the digital strategy that you implement for your clients or what do you do to increase visibility as a whole? Yes. So our agency is two-pronged for the most part. We have SEO and just SEO services. However, we do have a digital strategy service as well where SEO is always pulled in and we do create kind of many strategies for your SEO. And what we do is we really try to be very intentional and teach your clients how to be involved just for the most part, driving people traffic. So for every Instagram post, but maybe at least once a week, what are you doing to drive people to your website? What hook are you giving them? What content are you creating? And just getting those people over to your website and having that in mind when you create content, when you post, uh, when you send emails out, how are you driving your people to your website? And that's good for so many reasons beyond SEO. Of course, getting your website into the, the top is great as well. You know, booking clients, getting on the email list and being able to retarget them too if you're running Facebook ads. What were your other top lessons learned from working with Google for the past decade? Oh my gosh, I love this question so much. So there are a few things. And the number one thing is you need to earn your clients. So Google, like I said, is an investment, whether it be your time or your money, depending on which route you want to go, the DIY route or the agency route. But Google, again, really wants a great experience for their clients. And they're not going to serve them anything that they don't think their clients would absolutely love. So you have to earn your trust with Google, but you also have to earn your trust with your own clients. So what happens after, you know, you reach out to them, how's the experience with the onboarding after they become a client, just your, your experience in general, do they feel like they're being seen, they're being heard that their issues are being solved. And then another thing too, is that the experience is everything. So not just the customer experience, that's one thing, but also also the experience of your website. If somebody goes to your website, how do you want them to feel? How do you want them to know that you can serve them? And then always be ready to pivot. So it again is the algorithm changes that we're talking about. If something comes up, 
you know, you need to kind of, you need to move with it. You need to be agile. And I think that's with every business and in every type of platform and in essentially every scenario, you just need to be one step ahead because you don't want to be running a reactive business. You want to be really proactive. And then also don't forget about your client's clients. So again, it's going back to really, you're not optimizing your website for Google. You're optimizing it for the people who are coming to Google for their customers, for their consumers and making sure that you can support them and how that ties back to a professional. It could be, you know, for, for business coaching. Yes. You might know exactly what your client needs, but being one step ahead of being like, Hey, I know what your clients need as well. Then that kind of, that gives you that extra edge of, you don't just know what they need, but you know what their clients need and you're there to help them with that. What's your top trick or little tip, maybe something that we can try immediately to see an improvement in our rankings? Okay. So I'm trying to think of just one, <laughs> but because <laughs> there's, I feel like there's like so many good ones, but the biggest mistake I would see is that people want to rank for, you know, for me to be SEO services or SEO agency. And I go to somebody's page and on that page, there's literally nothing that says SEO agency, you know? So their headlines like, welcome. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're here. And then there's nothing really that goes into, Hey, this is what we offer. We're really good for you. This is who we serve. So just making sure that you go back and ensure that those keywords that you want to rank for, which are typically, you know, your services, the type of person you are, the type of professional, those are actually in your headlines, in your copy. Of course, naturally, they have to sound natural and and be there naturally, but that's, yeah, I'll go to a website and there'll be nothing there. So just make sure that it's, it's somewhere so Google can read you. Perfect. Thank you for your tip. Do you have a favorite quote that you go by? Yes. So this actually, it's a lyric. It's by Blind Pilot. And it's, I had the itch to fly, so I flew. And for some reason, I first heard that song in college. So a long, long time ago. And it has always stuck with me. And I've always felt like that I was meant for more and I was meant for big things. And it, it took a while for me to actually, you know, spread my wings and actually jump and fly. But that has always stuck with me. And I always, always, almost on the daily, read that quote because I love it so much. Mm, I love it too. It's the first time I heard it that way. Love it. I know. Where can we find you at if we want to learn more about SEO or other digital strategies? I am all over Instagram. That is where I love to be. And it is just Caitlin Strempel, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-S-T-R-E-M as a mom, P as in Paul, E-L. I love it there. So yes, definitely come find me. Thank you for all your knowledge. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 